welcome back to another Messy Mom Bun Monday. It's me. What is going on? I hope that you are all having a super awesome week. I hope that you've all had a great Monday. I know I've had a very interesting Monday. As you all know, I do a lot of singing and things like that. And for those of you who don't, I do karaoke in my garage often. And this was the first time in like weeks that some like across across the street neighbor, there's like trees and shit and businesses and cars that drive by that are past these houses. And I live in a duplex, so someone's actually attached to my home and I've never gotten a complaint on noise. And it's so funny that that happened this morning because I was like, man, it's going to be my 25th episode. What am I going to talk about? (laughs) Well, we're not only going to talk about that, um, but we are also going to talk about the biggest misconceptions, myths, and things like that when it comes to pregnancy. I thought it would be super fun. I have 15 really good ones. And um, if you have any questions that you have on pregnancy or postpartum depression, feel free to go ahead and contact me at MessyMomBunMonday at gmail.com. So let's get started with our questions. Number one, it's dangerous to exercise. So for me, I would say uh, it's definitely a myth. I would say that doing like regular workouts and trying to sleep better and trying to like eat right is definitely the way to go with pregnancy. There are very few cases where it's like you have to not work out during your pregnancy. Um, Honestly, I don't know what those cases would be specifically because uh, being active is actually always really good for your body. So definitely exercise. Don't psych yourself out and thinking that like you're going to miscarry because you walked a mile. Like, get out there and walk your little butt off. Um, you're eating for two. Yes, that is a huge, huge misconception. You really only need like 300 extra calories a day. That's it. Like 300 extra ones on top of the, I think it's like 1,000 calories or like 12,000 calories or something that you're supposed to consume every day. Um, and I want to make that a specific topic on my next, uh, on my next Messy Mom Bud Monday because I actually wound up 200 pounds after I gave birth to my son. So I started out at 125 and I got to 200 because I thought that the whole eating for two and giving into the cravings and things like that. So we're going to do a totally separate episode on that myth and I'm super excited about it. All right. Number three, it doesn't matter if you gain a lot of weight. Uh, that is definitely a myth, 100%, because I, you know what's really funny? Reading these now, I'm like, oh my gosh, because this is the first time I'm reading them. I'm like, I literally am thinking that all of these were real things because um, they've been said by so many people for so long. So it's kind of crazy to debunk all of these myths. Uh, so yeah, number three, definitely gaining weight is a big deal. I am definitely paying for it now and have been since giving birth, uh, I gained probably close to 80 pounds in my pregnancy. I was 125 when I started. I wound up being 200 pounds after birth. So, uh, it was rough, man. It was hard going from being this tiny little person to, I am now five, like four or five, five at 200 pounds. It was a lot of weight for me. And so, I, um, I had a tough time. I definitely did. I luckily didn't get gestational diabetes. And that is the biggest reason, um, that you don't want to gain too much weight because that is a serious risk. Uh, I did have 
high blood pressure, but that's because I naturally have high blood pressure in general. So, so yeah, definitely exercise, eat right, try not to gain a shit ton of weight, but you definitely need to gain a, a sum in order to make room for the baby. So, so yeah. Uh, number four, you shouldn't eat seafood. See, I totally thought that you couldn't eat seafood either. Uh, it says, it says, while it's true your diet changes while pregnant, you can still eat cooked fish like salmon, tilapia, and scallops two to three times per week. Okay, well, I wish I would have known that because I would have been eating some scallops. The omega-3 fatty acids in most seafood are great for staying healthy throughout your pregnancy. However, pregnant women should avoid any seafood with high levels of mercury, like tuna and swordfish, altogether, says the Consumer Report. So that's kind of cool. Ooh, here's a good myth. You can still drink a glass of wine. I cannot stress this enough that that is not okay. You cannot do that. Like, that's not... Maybe way back in the day when medicine wasn't as advanced and could do tests on fetuses and, and things like that. Yeah, no, like, fetal alcohol syndrome is a real thing for one, but two, drinking a glass of wine or whatever you got to do, a thimble of liquor to like take the edge off, like just put that into perspective. Okay. You know, you, you can reprimand alcoholics and drug addicts and things like that when they're not, you know, carrying a child and they're choosing to do it. But what about the mothers, which I hate to say it. It's not that I'm judging moms who drink when they're pregnant, but I'm, I'm more disappointed in the lack of self-control because you know, I smoked cigarettes for over 10 years. I have, I used to drink heavily before I found out I was pregnant. I was drinking heavily. And the day I found out I was pregnant, I quit everything cold turkey. Now the smoking thing and the drinking thing, I get it. It's not easy, but every person who says, oh, well, I smoked throughout my whole pregnancy and my baby's fine, or I drank throughout my whole pregnancy or every once in a while and I'm still fine. You, ha no, it's just, it's not fine in any way, shape or form. It's called expressing self-control because that baby is, you know, a being that you're growing from your own body and you do not need to give that baby any of those chemicals. I know that some doctors may tell mothers you need to cut back, but it may be too dangerous for you to quit, but that should be a big opener, like eye opener for you that your smoking is to the point that if you stopped, it would be dangerous for the fetus because your heart would, you know, beat irregularly or your lungs could whatever. I know my lungs took a huge hit when I quit smoking. My doctor told me not to quit and I quit anyway, and it was rough. I was in the hospital. I mean, once or twice a month, at least with, uh, insanely horrible asthma attacks and, um, just horrible, horrible shit. So I'm not saying that I judge you. Of course, I'm really not, but I am saying, you know, better, you know, better and everybody else knows better. So do your best to not give in to the temptation to have a drink of wine or a drink of alcohol or smoke a cigarette. All right, number six, avoid caffeine. Okay, yeah, so that is a myth. I did cut out caffeine, almost cold turkey. Like for the first trimester, I did not drink any caffeine at all. The second trimester, I started introducing coffee again, but I do drink my coffee black. Uh, and I do drink a lot of tea too, so it was kind of easy to switch off of coffee for a while. Uh, number seven, say no to cheese what does that say? Is it only some soft cheeses like brie and camembert, I think is what it is. And goat cheese are off limits. V 
These mold ripened soft cheeses can contain bacteria that may harm your body according to the Baby Central UK. Cheddar, feta, and Parmesan are all fair game though. Oh, so that's good. So cheddar, Parmesan, and feta cheese. Dope. Those are all delicious. Uh, number eight, don't take over the counter drugs. Um, okay, let's read about that because I totally thought that was a thing. Uh, pregnancy can be uncomfortable, but that doesn't mean that you have to be in pain. I can't even enunciate some of these things. I'm going to say acetaminophen. I knew that you could have acetaminophen. It's saying that pregnant women should avoid ibuprofen and aspirin. And always it's best to check with your doctor about over-the-counter prescriptions. So, I don't know. I think that fact debunking is... A little false because I think it's really important to consult your doctor whenever you're going to be trying other drugs like whether it be for back pain or um, you know stomachs bubbly or whatever the case may be I definitely would always check with your doctor so I'm gonna I'm gonna call number eight out and say that's not necessarily a myth uh, number nine you'll have to let your gray grow back in oh oh it's saying you can't dye your hair oh okay uh yeah, no, I, you know what, I dyed my hair with all vegan products and nothing ever really bad came of it. Uh, my doctor said it was 100% healthy and fine for me to dye my hair. Just don't bleach my hair a bunch and stuff because of the fumes are not good for me as a person. And my height of smell is uh, not going to make the whole bleaching process any more fun. So, you know, I never bleached my hair, but I always did a vegan product. So, yeah, I would say that that's definitely a myth. Number 10, no more spa days. Oh, I don't know what that means. Uh, if you love to relax with a good mani-pedi, rest assured. Oh, like no foot rubs. Okay. Yeah, because they say that it can induce labor. So it's saying rest assured you can still get your nails done like your hair dye. However, it's safest to limit your exposure. My nail polishes and nail polish removers or many, sorry, many nail polishes and nail polish removers contain harmful chemicals like formaldehyde and toluene. I don't know what these words are. I'm horrible enunciating, the, enunciating these words, uh, which can pose health risks in high doses, according to Baby Central UK. Um, number 11, sex is off the table, which I can tell you that is a myth. I loved having sex when I was pregnant. My husband loved having sex. Let me tell you though, the first, uh, the first trimester was a little weird. I was really sick. Uh, you know, I was kind of like sporting Thanksgiving dinner. So it was kind of a turnoff, uh, to me in general that I was like always throwing up and not feeling good and things like that. And so Nick was always just kind of my little cheerleader, making sure I had my saltines and fed me. So the first trimester was rough, but once I started showing, um, in my third trimester, like the very beginning of it, we really picked up the whole having sex thing. I don't know what it was. Maybe it's the hormones or something. But, wow, it was great um, for the last trimester. Uh, and they do say that if you're trying to induce labor, like, whenever you're real close, like, you're, like, a week away and you're just ready to be done, to just have a lot of sex because they'll uh, it'll pop your water. So, there's a little tip for you. I know that's not a myth. Uh, number 12, you lose the bulk of your pregnancy weight during birth. Not true at all. I thought that was true and it's definitely not. I am a living, breathing testament of that. Again, I gained a lot of weight. I weighed like, mm, I weighed like uh, 210 pounds my last weigh-in 
And then after I gave birth, I weighed 200 pounds. So like, I really didn't lose that much weight at all. It felt like I could breathe again. Totally for sure. Like, and of course some of the weight was water weight and baby weight and things like that. And that was to be put into consideration. But when I went back and I'm counting this as my first doctor's visit, cause they see you like, I want to say like two weeks or four weeks after your, um, first thing because you do a baby checkup and everything so I still weighed like 200 pounds so maybe I had um weighed a little less like right after birth like right after everything came out but I mean within like two or three weeks it all came back like it was not it was not something where I shed like 70 pounds I was back to 125 and it never came back for some women, it's extremely, you know, you're very lucky. Your elastic bounces back, your body bounces back. You know, you pop out a baby, didn't exercise, and you're just, your belly goes back to normal. And that really is just a gene thing. It's all in your genes. If your mom had stretch marks, you're probably going to have stretch marks. Like, that's a real thing. So, um, you definitely want, it's, it's all about your genes when it comes to, um, how you're going to bounce back after pregnancy. And also, if you exercise and eat well and things like that. Uh, number 13, pregnancy is happy for everyone. And all of my Messy Mom Bun Monday listeners can agree that it is not happy for everyone. And it's okay to say that pregnancy was fucking awful Ugh, because it was. You know, your body is growing another human being and that is really hard. And it is like, it's like uh, beautified or like over it's overdone as far as like glorifying the pregnancy. And I think that's why, and it sounds weird, but to me personally, I feel that's why teen pregnancy is still very high. Um, not only because of the lack of sexual education, but definitely because of the glamour that they put to being a mom and being pregnant and things like that. Because at the end of the day, it is not glamorous. You know, that glow that everybody talks about, it's because I was puking all morning and I'm sweaty. Like, you know, like that is not something that I am excited to talk about. But it's, I, all I'm saying is it's totally okay. More than 15% of women experience a lot of depression and anxiety and things like that while being pregnant or I mean, I know I experienced a lot of it after giving birth because my body didn't bounce back and it really put me in a weird place. Um, so even if you're, you know, planning for a baby, like my husband and I did, we were planning for a baby and then we lost our first baby and we were so excited at first when we, um, you know, found out that we were pregnant again, but then it all started to sink in about what a baby really is and what it means and how our lives are going to change. And maybe not for the for the worse or, or, or anything, but you know, you're gonna have, we did more in our old lives and our old lifestyle, um, as we grew into parents while I was pregnant. Uh, so definitely don't feel bad if you're like, oh my gosh, pregnancy is awful, but I can't talk about it because all my, because I feel like I'm going to be judged. Girl, you will not be judged. It is hard and it is okay to not be happy all the time, let alone any of the time that you're pregnant. So we have a really cool mom that's going to be coming back. Trish, she's coming back for uh, part three. She's going to be talking about um, a disease that she had where she literally had IV needles all the time because she just was throwing up constantly. She threw up like over 50 times a day or more. So like it's pretty... It's pretty insane. So just know it's okay if your pregnancy is rough and it's okay that you're not happy through the whole thing. Uh, number 14, you'll have weird cravings. Um, I mean, 
Okay, so I'm not going to say that that's a myth because I did have weird cravings, but not in the sense of like pickles and yogurt. I had the sense of like, oh, I need KFC mac and cheese. Like that's the only thing that sounds good right now. Or like, man, I only want, um, you know, spaghetti tonight. And I want to say that that was all in my head. And it's all because of the wise tales or wives tales, you know, it's all because of what people have said over the years. And it's so interesting how powerful your mind is to literally make your body feel and do things just based off of you thinking and saying what you feel. So it's, it's kind of cool. Uh, number 15, our last one, morning sickness ends early in pregnancy. And yes, again, that is a very big no. That is not true. I was very sick throughout the entire pregnancy. Um, it did slow down in my uh, second trimester, but it picked right back up in my third trimester. So it uh, it's different for every woman. It's definitely not. Some women don't experience it at all. So you could be a lucky woman, but more than I would say like 80% of women experience, which that might not be an actual fact, but in my eyes, I would say more than not that women do experience morning sickness and not just in the morning, it's sickness throughout the entire day, or it comes when you smell a certain food, like it's throughout your whole pregnancy sometimes, um, or you could just not have it at all, or you could have it just in the... Uh, you know, first 20 weeks. It, it just depends. Every woman's different. Well, there you go. Those were the 15 myths that I just debunked with Honeycoach at 9.com.au. So if you want to go check them out, you totally should. That being said, Messy Mom Bun Monday, goers, subscribers, fans, and fam, bam. I hope that you all have an amazing Messy Mom Bun Monday, and I will see you all back again next week.